0: Yo, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the People of Packaging Podcast. I am your host with the Holy Ghost, the packaging pastor, Adam Peak. Today's episode is being brought to you by our friends over at SpecRite. Go to Specright.com backslash PKG to learn how you can take back control of your specification data. That's Specright.com backslash PKG. Today, I have a very special guest. His name is Kieran White. Kieran is the co-founder and CEO at Return Protocol, where they are making sustainability sexy. Now, I want to give you a quick disclaimer about this episode. When we recorded this episode, Kieran was working for a company called Lasso Loop where he was their COO and I reached out to him after he announced his new job change and I said hey are we still good to roll with the episode and he said absolutely I still love what they're doing at Lasso Loop I just found something new and exciting but still down with the mission at Lasso Loop so you're going to hear about Lasso Loop uh, you're not going to hear about Return Protocol but you're going to hear all about Kieran White he's a two time TEDx speaker which is twice as many as I have ever done I've only done one he's out here flexing on me with two of them. That's super cool. So without further ado, let's get to this episode with Kieran White. All right, everybody, we're here with another episode of the People Packaging Podcast, and I'm joined by a few guests, uh, one virtually and two in person. Uh, The one virtually is uh, Kieran White. Kieran is the COO of At at Lasso Loop, of Lasso Loop. What, What would be... Either or, apps, slash, or, or less. And, <laughs> uh, and, and the other two guests may or may not make an appearance. They are my dogs, uh, Jovi and Rue, and they are in the room where I'm recording this because one of them is a puppy and cannot be trusted with her own freedom. So, <laughs> they're here. So if you hear some dog noises, just, this will be, this will be the first. Uh, so Kieran, thanks so much for joining me. I know, uh, we've, we've, uh, tried to get this thing locked down for a while. The, the fraternity of, uh, TED speaker slash packaging people is small. Um, I don't, maybe less than 10. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, thank you so much for having me. I, like I said, I like, big fan of the podcast, listened to it before. Um, Please? yeah, us, us TEDx. Material speakers gotta to stick together. <laughs> we need to band together and make sure there's more. I know. Um,
0: yeah. We need more. We need. It's such a. It's such a. It especially if you like expand out. Um, like it's such a I'm sorry. It's such a beautiful, like huge and wonderful industry. When you get not just the packaging materials, but you get into all the business around it. You get into you know what you're doing at Lasso Loop and. And even like yesterday, I was at Waste360 and seeing some of the things there. It's just like, it's mind-blowing how big this industry is relative to the little amount of content that's out there. So um, super appreciative. Uh, we, don't, we don't have to go on a whole like TEDx tangent uh, or rabbit hole per se. Um, but uh, I, I did, we, we were actually talking before, and I think this is kind of funny. This is maybe a little insight for people because I don't really like watching my TEDx talk. I've watched it a, twice maybe. Um, and, and I don't know what it is about listening to yourself talk back on repeat, but did you have the same experience that I did? The exact same. I, I like we were saying before, like, it's, it's this weird thing where you get told like, Oh, you've got this
1: one. It's painted like, Oh, TEDx is like this. Oh, you do it once. And then it's engraved in the internet forever. Um, but like choosing a topic is so hard. <laughs> and if you do that topic and like you say, you just can't listen to it again, which is like me as well. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. But no, definitely, definitely would, would maybe do it a little differently next time. But
0: yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully there, uh, there will be, there'll be other uh, TED, TEDx opportunities for us. Your LinkedIn says that you've done it twice though.
1: Yes, I have. I did one on myself, um, which was the one I can't listen to. (laughs) I find it very, very cringy. And then one on Lasso. Um, That one I can listen to. um, But I sort of got stuck in the weeds of like, how much can you say? How much can't you say? You have to, as you will know from doing it, you have to like play to the line of like, is this controversial um, or could be sort of deemed not factual? And you have to back it up with sources. And so it was was quite, I guess it was an interesting line to walk
0: um but yeah okay interesting so the one uh i've listened to is probably the one that you don't like to listen to is that the one we talk (laughs) about going to tesla for your university that's the one (laughs) okay got it so i need to listen to the one on lasso loop then
1: yeah yeah um it doesn't do it doesn't say too much to be honest but the goal was to educate i I guess it educated (laughs) it's yeah
0: yeah that's cool so uh so we're we're Tell us about yourself, just kind of now. I mean, obviously, people can go listen to your, your TEDx talks. They could connect with you on LinkedIn, but we get to have a live conversation. So, uh, you know, where, where did you grow up? Uh, I, I think I said beforehand, it was obviously like Texas or Alabama based on your. Definitely Texas. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely Texas. Um, and, you know, what, what are you doing? What kind of has led you, sort of a Cliff Notes version, to where you're at today as CEO of Lasso Loop?
1: Yeah, sure. Um and I think, yeah, as you said, um, from the middle of Texas, um grew up on a on a cowboy ranch. Um really from London, sort of north north London. Um I was sort of a, a very brief sort of synopsis, was finishing high school and didn't go to college, uh and sort of said I'm still deciding, but I'm not <laughs> of of like I really just enjoyed solving problems for people. Um and those are sustainable problems. And I ended up sort of my my final years um, like design and, and technology products um, build, you do like you build this thing. And I built like this sustainable, I called it like a re I basically cut out the inside for washing machine and made it shoe storage. And I was like, yeah, this is sustainable. I quite like sustainability. And so um, then joined Tesla, um, realized that I was ready to sort of build something rather than just scale. Um, and so I sort of worked on projects and operational rollout when model three came out in Europe. Um, and then I met Al, founder of Lasso, um, when they were initially sort of doing their first their first raising, um, I'd sort of been exposed to the, the recycling space in Tesla. Um, I don't know how widely known this is, but it, it, for quite a long time the recycling business turned over more money than the car business, obviously different now, but that blew my mind so it was like, oh my gosh, like recycling can be useful and like
0: and generate. Um and become proposition. Let's let's hang out here for because this is new, this is like <laughs> breaking news. So first of all, Tesla has a recycling business.
1: Yes, they do. It's not not very not very well known. But yeah, huh. they basically they partner, um, aim to sort of reuse a lot of the cars they bring back. So
0: fascinating. And they were that was generating revenue. I had no idea. It's crazy. Um, yeah, and obviously now um the amazing J.B.
1: Strubel has gone off and started Redwood. Um, I don't know how much of the recycling business still exists. I assume he's he's built his own sort of juggernaut and then maybe gone to. But, but yeah, it was like generating all of this revenue and it was like really making things circular before like circularity was a thing, I guess. Right. Um, so yeah, crazy. That's um, nuts. So that was, yeah. So it was like, well, recycling must be useful. Um, then deep dive into recycling and was like, Oh my gosh, like the way packaging and recycling needs to change to enable circularity is so massively
0: just ginormous. Um, Uh-oh, I lost you there. Ah, uh, Can you hear me now? Now you're back, yeah. Uh, it seems to be getting sad, your audio. Got me now? Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. Someone was calling me they
1: don't oh. realize that i'm
0: doing the packaging podcast they can wait come on <laughs> Jeez, don't, don't you have like a uh what is it on my iphone like the like a special setting for uh packaging podcasts do not disturb <laughs> i need one of those <laughs> yeah yeah i probably need it more than you do, yeah, uh, you do. <laughs> okay that's 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 cool i, I had no idea um about any of that i I need to kind of dig into that here (laughs) that that tesla had a recycling uh arm of their business that's cool so so you're uh you're you grow up in north london uh you live in the united states currently correct yes okay when how did that all transpire
1: yeah sure so um Sort of fast forward a little bit. Uh, invested in Lasso, Leap's crowdfunding. It was very small amount because I was still about twenty. <laughs> but but decided it was like something I wanted to get behind. Um, and then got speaking to older, sort of realized that that there was some sort of alignment. I was looking for something to build. Was considering starting my own recycling company. Um, but then just sort of fell in love with the Lasso vision. Um, just sort of like decentralized circularity in the hands of consumers. And so it was like, yes, this deserves working on. Um, so. So I jumped over there and then we were sort of talking um, and it was like, well, I think he hit me with a figure of like, we need X several millions, which was over probably 20 at that point, to build this out. Um, do you think we're going to raise that in the UK? And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't think we're going to raise it in the UK. Um, so like, well, where do you raise the most money? Silicon Valley. Um, where are the early adopters that would buy like a, a big appliance that, that is going to be fairly expensive to start? Probably Silicon Valley. Um, so then sort of moved the whole business out there. I moved over with the company and I'll build out the team. Um, so out of necessity really, but, but it, I've definitely got more of a time. So
0: I'd say, well. <laughs> uh, the real critical question is, is, do you have a, uh, premier league team that you support? Uh, I do. I do. I support Newcastle,
1: um, which has turned out to be a fairly good season. Um, but it wasn't looking good at the start. Do, do you
0: have one? Not, not nearly as, uh, I, I, I what would I say? I sort of like check scores on my ESPN <laughs> app and will occasionally watch Arsenal play um, cool. because of a connection. So it's actually, it goes back a while. I'm a big basketball fan. And when the NBA went on, they locked out and I was living in Colorado and I had a friend at the time who was a big Liverpool fan. He was like, oh, you got to watch Premier League games with me. Yeah. So I just had to pick a team because I didn't have any allegiance to anybody. And I'm a Denver Nuggets fan. And so the Kroenke family owns the Nuggets. And I was like, oh, it looks like they also are the majority owner in Arsenal. I'll pick them. Um, (laughs) That's a tough one. I'll be like, I don't, (laughs) I get, I get why so many Americans are like, I'm just going to pick and they pick like, you know, one of the Manchester teams or Liverpool because they're significantly easier, I'm sure to pull for (laughs) Because I can't like yeah. defend anything. I don't like watch enough of it. When people are like, "Oh, you know, so and so did this," I was like, "I, am sorry. I'm just wearing a shirt, sir. I don't." <laughs> it is a I it mean, is a different fan base.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you can you can definitely like play it off. Arsenal the finished higher than Man United,
0: so they will this year. Team now, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So suck it, man. You. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Manchester teams. <laughs> I think City is the city gonna, they're at the top, right? Them and yeah. Liverpool are fighting it out. I feel like City have backed it, but I prefer Liverpool to win. Got it. Got it. Well, we've covered that topic. Uh, we won't, <laughs> we, we'll, we'll for sure lose listeners in, in parts of the UK if we, <laughs> if we don't pivot quickly. Uh, okay. So I, this is, this is gonna be a, a fun segment of this because I want to know. I want to know about Lasso Loop. Um, I I know that you work there and I know that it's on the internet that I can find information there. Uh, but I I don't admittedly know much. So you are talking to a newer person to understanding of what Lasso Loop is. And I, and I don't know how many of the people listening, you know, there's probably people who are connected to you who are listening to this, who are like, oh, this podcast host didn't, do his research or whatever it is. But uh <laughs> but then there's other people who listen to the podcast who maybe are like me who are like I don't I don't know much about it. So uh kind of a 30 second commercial you you mentioned it's a decentralized circularity which are some really fun words to put together so <laughs> tell me tell me about lasso loop
1: yeah, sure. And I mean, that's the best way. Um, and I will not throw buzzwords at you, like centralized circularity. <laughs> I love decentralized <laughs>
0: so, circularity.
1: <laughs> me too. It's just what it means. <laughs> right, right. So so yeah, Lasso, and I, I'm, I'm probably biased, but can, I feel like i be fairly neutral at this point. Um, the goal of Lasso and the reason it was started, basically oldest um, sole founder, started it like 30 years ago. Um, felt that recycling was very similar to like a software corruption problem, where if you jumble up lots of things from the source to unjumble them afterwards is insanely difficult, inefficient and just hard. Um, and there's got to be a better way. And so fast forward 30 years, he sort of tried three times, tried to sort of build this like business use case where you put this massive piece of machinery into like a, a factory, into a mess um material material <laughs> recovery facility and um, put it into a big sorting facility and it goes through um, turns out 30 years ago people weren't ready for for circularity He <laughs> who would have guessed and so fast forward today it sort of morphed quite a bit so what lasso is trying to be is a hardware appliance in your home that uh, that senses cleans processes stores and we collect um everything all, the goal is all materials, all recyclable materials. Um, and, and the way that basically maps itself out is the way a typical material recovery facility would be is that they would scan, clean, sort, and ship things off to a, a purification plant um, or benefication, whatever you say. Um, and so, so really what Lasso is trying to be is everything in one box in your home. And um, the methodology is that if you keep things separate from the source, um, you have one hundred percent pure recycled products, um, ready-free manufacturer. So you would put your plastic bottle into Lasso. It scans. We know that it's PET. It's cleaned. All the labels, all of the contamination is removed. Um, processed separately from glass or metal, and then stored in the bottom in a PET-specific container where it's already. It sort of aims to be recycled PET in that form. Um, it's flaked in that in the home, um, and the goal is that we can take it from your doorstep and send it, although it won't quite work out like this, we have to store it first, but then send it straight back to Coke um, or the sort of the original, the, the original manufacturer. So the goal is really that we can create incentivized um, and convenient recycling for a user um, where we don't feel that um, current recycling systems, although there's amazing innovations like the Recycli guys and True Circle guys are all UK based and um, flying the, the recycling startup flag over there um that are helping MERS, which is an awesome thing and needs to happen we feel that there's a need for a whole new system that's sort of separate from the traditional municipal recycling streams
0: um and that's where lassay comes in um so that's a very
1: robust system not sure if that helps or not
0: no it does yeah. it does so i'm i'm uh i'm picturing i'm picturing i'll take my recycle bin that has the stuff that i have been militantly telling my family is recyclable or is not recyclable (laughs) and I'm envisioning that we dump this into like a like a machine and then it it does everything in the machine just in that one just from that one dump is that sort of how this works
1: yeah so essentially yeah so the goal is that it's treated as an appliance so it would be well whilst it can go anywhere the goal is that it's in your kitchen um, as soon as you consume something it's roughly where you consumed it you would just put things in um you can put things in bulk or just one by one um just drank a bottle of of coke put it in um scan clean process stored um and then we collect it when it's all that's that's the goal
0: oh interesting and then um does the consumer so obviously that this this piece of equipment costs money For somebody to manufacture and who who is the does the consumer purchase the equipment and then sell the the recycled goods or have some sort of reward for doing well like how how does how do that how does that cost analysis work
1: yeah for sure so to start with it doesn't at all (laughs) Um, so it's a sort of brand new piece of hardware we've built sort of we've built one your prototype and are now sort of going through the next iteration phase along with fundraising and so it sort of becomes the start the initial purchase price which consumers will have to pay is $3,500 it's extremely expensive it should not cost anything it's the goal um, but we have to start somewhere and so and so that will happen as soon as that happens we sort of the aim is to pass a figure of the percentage of total revenue from your specific lasso, which we can track um, from the resale, go straight back to you. Um, so we'd like that to be 50%, 50% of everything that's sold, go back to you. Um, and based on sort of an average four person home, um, it would pay last. It would pay the appliance back in about three to five years. Okay. Um, and then it would sort of keep generating. What we'd like to get to is where that revenue coupled with sort of returning your bottle deposits in home, which is a whole other story. how <laughs> to just satisfied like to do that. Um, and then sort of passing carbon credits through as well um, and returning all of this back to the user and giving a lot of value. Um, we, we think can make it free and pre-financed. We'll um, take a few years to get there, slash many years, <laughs> but, but that's the overall concept. So yeah.
0: Okay. And how big does one of these units, or uh, you said you have a prototype, so I'm guessing this will go through a few iterations, but what, what's kind of your, your goal of, of a unit size?
1: Yeah. So the, the prototype's ginormous (laughs) it's like a, it's like three dishwashers, um, width and height. Um, we aim to make it on the countertop, the size of your dishwasher. Um, that's the goal.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure just like anything, right. That, that first prototype is going to (laughs) be, is going to, is going to not be exactly what it is. And so, and you, you've built this, it's working, it's in San Francisco. Um, yeah, At, least, at yeah. least it's working moderately well.
1: <laughs> Somewhat well, yeah. So it, it works, it senses. It, it cleans, it processes, it stores, all of that good stuff. Um, we won't collect it yet since it's one of one. Um, but yeah, so it works, functional. It's actually in San Mateo, sort of just below San Francisco. So if yourself or any listeners are ever in California, please feel free to shoot me a message. We'd be happy to, to host you. Um, but, but yeah, so it works, it's functional. Um, the next sort of iteration process is very much like Going from where it is now, condensing it down, sort of getting from proof of concept engineering prototype. And that's
0: something that we can manufacture. Um, so yeah. So uh one question I would have because I think this is the the, the concept, and you've already you, you obviously moved, right? You moved from yeah. your hometown to San Francisco because you believe so much in this concept. And I think it's genius. So the because the, the you're hitting you're you're hitting the problem where it exists. So I was at Waste Expo, like I mentioned, and I I was like, I'm curious. And I opened up the recycle bin at Waste Expo. Mind you, this is a place of waste professionals. <laughs> yeah. And you and I looked and I just looked, I took out my phone, I ended up making a TikTok video about it. I looked in and I was like, oh no. Like wow. so much of this is not recyclable in our kind of our traditional streams and because there's still just this mentality that's pervasive amongst especially in like especially in the United States I can't speak so much for for Europe and you know even like Australia New Zealand some places where they might be considered like developed countries but there's this mentality that like well somebody else is going to take care of it I'll just put it in this bin and to to cut that off at the source and say yep we're going to take care of it is genius. My, my thought is, or my question would be is, do you have mechanisms beyond uh, financial mechanisms to say reward the household for making good, you know, like, like purchasing, purchasing products and packaging that has value in it. I mean, I guess that's always going to be kind of fin- financial, but um you know, how is this, how is it like, my mind's already racing and kind of going in terms of where, where all this could go uh, from a scalability standpoint. Uh, What are some sort of future state things beyond just getting this thing smaller that you dream up on a, on a daily basis?
1: Yeah, that's an awesome question. And really disheartened to hear about (laughs) WaySex, but like you say, some cool things happen there. Um, It's a really cool question. I think that the way we'd like to go is sort of giving a well what what i think like would love to be is that you have an app on your phone i think people have tried this before the scrap guys are they're doing an awesome job with this but
0: yeah um, i was at he was actually at waste expo with me
1: Mikey yeah was. mikey's awesome yeah. yeah
0: i found out his instagram handle is italian ham because his last <laughs> name sounds like prosciutto <laughs> <laughs> I think that suits them quite well. <laughs> yeah, I
1: agree, I agree. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like, eventually, so we've talked about partnering with them, and I, I, that's something we'd love to pursue. And, like, how we could make it so that you're rewarded for buying, like, completely recycled, well, you're rewarding for buying, like, really, really good packaging sources, and you're sort of educated by that by putting it in Lasso and it, either recycling it or ejecting it back. Mm -hmm. um and then could we like you say it sort of becomes financial in a way can we then put in an incentive structure where even if it's not even if you get like we've been crypto is a whole other ball game but could you get like some some cool tokens which would give you voting rights to say um lasso should build this stream next um or just sort of building in some some cool gamification to where like it's it's purely just so i learn best by doing and Mm -hmm. so could it just be like people will sort of slowly but surely begin to understand the differences by putting it in Lasso and seeing what happens Um, or even just scanning the barcode before that. And obviously the scrap guys have done an awesome job there and sort of building the infrastructure.
0: So, so yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. No, it's uh, there. There's so much, there's so much value in that idea of decentralization uh, back down to the point of decision-making that I, I think my mind was already going there, right? Uh, a lot of, a lot of yeah. things that you're talking about, e- even so far as saying like, hey, after the call, I don't know if you know these guys at scrap, but I'm glad you're already <laughs> talking with them. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cause I just, so uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's fascinating. So uh, where you're at today, uh, what's kind of the most helpful thing that people can do if they're like, I'm down with this mission. This sounds great. What do I do now? How can I help out?
1: Yeah oh gosh I mean I will not be asking like so we're so far we just sort of launched and closed a small amount of pre-orders just to sort of see if this is something people wanted looks like it hopefully is (laughs) um and so that's done um if you love it please feel free to go on the website and subscribe that will keep you up to date on everything um but beyond that would love to hear your thoughts um just about sort of like where because i think this this podcast has a really awesome consumer base of like being really qualified in the material space like Mm -hmm. is this really solving a problem beyond recycling is it not is it creating more difficulties like how how we can overall become more of like and we've tried to do some work on this like how we become overall really materials conscious like you say how we build some real value into using the right materials and the wrong materials how do we get them excluded and all of that good stuff um, so super collaborative. Would love to hear everyone's thoughts and um, beyond everything else. Um, subscribing would be great on the website, but other than that, yeah. Super open to feedback. Uh, likewise, what's the, what's the website? Stuff. Uh, lasso loop.com.
0: Have you, um, have you gotten Ted Lasso to become part of Lasso loop yet? <laughs> We
1: get that question so much and no, we haven't, but okay. I, I scan, I scan Cameo at least like twice a day until he's on there. And as soon as he's on there, he's getting a lasso loop. That would be a very expensive promotion. If anybody, <laughs> if
0: anybody knows Jason Sudakis, please uh, connect him yeah. up with <laughs> with us. Uh yeah, I, that's uh oh man, that would be that would be so fantastic. Uh yeah. well that's 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 great. Uh Kieran, so they can connect up with you guys on lasso dot com. They can reach out to you through LinkedIn. Is that the best way to Get in touch with you personally.
1: Yeah, please do. Um Kieran White on LinkedIn. Um I'm the guy with a, a rather professional looking photo shot that got done purely for LinkedIn. So um, feel free to reach out on that. I will be very responsive. Um and yeah on oh, my email as well um lasso is kw at lasso loop.com um feel feel very welcome to reach out there too.
0: Okay. That's awesome Kieran. Well I will make sure to put all of this down in the show notes. So if anyone is just dr- driving your car and you're listening to this, you're on a plane or whatever it is, then you don't, you can just click buttons and it will go to Lastalook.com. It'll go to Kieran's LinkedIn. Uh, and you can also ha- see his email on there. Kieran, I really appreciate it. We could, we could talk yeah. so much. I can't wait. Here's, <laughs> here's what, here's, what we're going to talk next is let me know we will obviously say connected, but I want to know yeah. once that next sort of like you're <laughs> over that next hump. Right. And you're like, okay, now, now we're doing this, whatever. I don't know what that what that next this is, that next sort of like toll gate that you're going to pass through, uh, but it's going to be exciting and I, I'm, I'm pumped to play a small part in that journey in whatever way I can. Oh, so, Thank you so
1: much. Likewise, like well, I definitely stay connected and I will still be an avid listener um, and, and look forward to your thoughts um, going forward as well. So yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, and yeah, thanks again. Awesome. Thanks, Kieran.
0: Hey, that wraps up another edition of the People of Packaging Podcast. It would mean so much if you would like and share, rate, review, subscribe, because we want to change the world because we believe that packaging is awesome.